Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, how's it going? My name is Pat McAfee, former ball kicker for the Indianapolis Colts and the West Virginia Mountaineers. You are listening to the Raspy Voice Kids, the greatest podcast on earth about two years from now, whenever the rest of the world finally catches on. Raspy Voice! This is... The Golden Blue Interview. This is the Pop Culture Interview. This is your boy, Jeremy Nicholas Phoenix, JN Fiend. And today we have a very special guest, Mrs. Leah Messer. She's in the building. She's a public figure. She's an author. She's doing foundational stuff. Um, you may know her from things like 16 and Pregnant or Teen Mom. But she's definitely from the 304 Elkview Stand Up. Herbert Hoover Stand Up. What's up, hey. girl? <laughs> Hi, it's my honor to be here with you guys. You guys are some entertainers. I love it. I uh, love it. Oh, I appreciate it. We love the fact that you gave us just a little bit of time. Um, just to go over, man, how it how it was growing up in West Virginia and the team mom things, which we'll get all into. But let's just start with that first one. You're from West Virginia, West by God, Virginia. How was it growing up there in Elkview? It was, I mean, I, I had a rough childhood when mom was a single mom, three raising three kids um, on her own. But I think my fondest memory was always football games. Always football games, WVU football games. I, my family was a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So every time they played, we were on, <laughs> cookouts, you name it. Like, I don't know, so much. You just got that song, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, on oh. repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do you have a favorite uh, Mountaineer? I'm assuming you're a Mountaineer fan, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Gotta be. Gotta uh-huh. be. Do you have a favorite uh, Mountaineer sports memory? I had to call my dad about this question because <laughs> I was like, listen, you got to help me think of this one. And I, I have to agree with him in 2008. Pat White's last game was by far that entire season was my favorite. I think Absolutely. favorite memory. Pat Weezy. He's the goat. One of the goats. He was great. Yeah. We actually had him on. Great guy. Um, everything you hear about him 
is absolutely true. Down to earth. But really? the, some of the things that he did on the field, man, like you don't appreciate them. People sometimes in the moment and then you look back and we're like, man, that was just such a great time period. Yeah. Pat Weezy, he's, he's one of the best. That. So I we know you, we know you from your TV shows, 16 and Pregnant, Teen Mom 2. How did that actually come about? Like, how did the casting come about? How did you find out that you had been picked? So my mom actually signed me up for the show. There was 19 girls of us. We were on a show called 16 and Pregnant first. There was 19 of us that they picked to do a spinoff series called Teen Mom 2. It was myself and three other girls. And it's been going for 12 years. So I think just sharing our story, hopefully advocating for you know young girls and teen pregnancy is that's something that's huge and super important. Um, them being able to live out their fullest potential. Yeah. So so the sixteen and pregnant. How did that come about that you got on that? That the first like how did they discover you so to speak? Yeah, uh, my mom signed me up for it. They were doing casting calls for the sixteen and pregnant. I didn't even believe it. I was getting my nails done. My, <laughs> I get a call from these executives and I'm like, yeah, okay, you want me to be on this show? And it ended up being real. They came, they came out two weeks later, shot in Elkview, and it just kind of spun off from there. And now, all right, so how does that work? You have the cameras there. All of a sudden, one day, they just show up all the time. Speak about the roller coaster of just having that camera on you all the time and and now you're a public figure so when you go out to to kroger or little caesars or wherever you go it's just that attention from people all around listen i love interacting with people so the interaction with people doesn't really it never bothers me like i just love people i just love people um i think the hardest part is not knowing what's going to air and when it like when it's going to air so we shoot all the time, so many hours to create this show, and we get like five minutes airtime, eight minutes airtime, and a sixty-minute show. And I don't know what's even going to be aired until it's already. I mean, it airs the same day. So if you would watch it, that's when I would find out what they what made the final cut. Wow, roller coaster of it all, not knowing how it's going to be cut, how it's going to be edited down. You just, yeah. So, so how's the like going out in public? Do people recognize you? Everywhere. 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 <laughs> Matter yeah. of fact, I, mean, I just went to the, to the Dominican and they were recognizing me there. Wow. So it's, yeah. I'll be real. I watched, I watched the first two seasons of Team Mom. I was actually living in Charleston at the time and I'm sitting there outside of Kroger's up, uh, Corridor G and Corey walked by with the two girls and I recognized mm-hmm. them because, you know, those cute little glasses. Um, what's, what's her name? Allie. I'm sorry, Allie. Allie. Alley wears and I was like, hey, you know, I mean, I wasn't gonna fangirl them and you know run up on them, but I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So they recognize always you. Recognized, Ali does. Always yeah. gets recognized, but her story has been his has played such a huge part of the series that, um, yeah, I think that's why she gets recognized. So my dad um, actually took a cruise one time. My dad, and mom, <clears throat> he was sitting down front row. Here's a comedian going off, and my dad laughs at everything. But that comedian looked at him and was like, hey, sir, you're not laughing. And my dad was like, I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I just don't find it funny. So the comedians looked at him and said, what's your name? He said, uh, Tony Phoenix. He said, all right, everybody in the crowd here tonight, every time you see Tony, Tony Phoenix, I don't care if it's at dinner. I don't care if it's on, you know, out on the beach. Every time you see him, I want you to go, hey, 
hey, Tony. <laughs> so like the next. <laughs> if I ever meet your dad, I'm going to be like, hey, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, he passed away. But but no, that's the thing. So so he, um, he uh, the rest of that day, everybody, hey, Tony. He went to dinner. Hey, Tony. The waitress actually came up and was like, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Should, should I know you? Like, because everybody knew who he was. Everyone knew. He said by the end of the week, he had never been so sick of hearing, hey, Tony. He didn't know what to do. There wasn't a moment of privacy. And he's like, and from then on, I realized the guy set me up. He pretty much ruined my vacation because I, you know, everywhere he went, they couldn't just be alone. So I couldn't imagine you going all the way to the Dominican Republic and noticing you. Is that stuff annoying or do you, you just roll with the punches? I roll with the punches. And I, I think that it's been so long, 12 years, that it's just, I'm just like, hey, yeah, I don't care to get a picture. Like, let's take a picture. Yeah. Um, most of the time I do something funny. I like to think I'm funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everybody, everybody thinks so. Yeah. <laughs> so my thing is this. You have the cameras on you all the time. And now with the new age of social media where things are really exploding. Yeah. How, how does that kind of those kind of things affect relationships? You know, we see a little bit on the TV show, um, but just, you know, relationships with your, with your parents, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kids. What, what kind of pressure does that bring? I think right now in my life, right now, it would be my social life, like knowing who's around for the right reasons and not the right reasons. But I go with the motto that I know in any space, I'm going in with pure intentions. So whatever the outcome is, is the outcome at the end of the day. Like I know I'm going in with like good heart, the right intentions. Um, I think, I don't know, being in the, I I think we've now, like after 12 years of doing this, like, from a family standpoint, we've definitely managed to know how to navigate the cameras and the fan base and and social media. I think social media can be tough sometimes. When the show first started airing, that's really when Facebook and social media platforms really started taking off. Yeah. And I didn't know how in the world to really take in all of that, whether it be good. You, you're going to have good and bad no matter what. People are yeah. gonna have comments and say this or that, but at first it was definitely difficult to try to. I was like, "Dang, I'm not that type of person." <laughs> or I, think I was just very—I don't know—I took it for everything personal at first, but but over what, time, I think I've well, learned to. What can really prepare you for that? There's nothing in life that can prepare you for that. And then you're thrusted in there. It's not like you were, you know, a 30 year old woman. You're you're a teenager, and you're getting yeah. all this backlash. Look, my feelings get a little sensitive when guys at work say something to me. <laughs> 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 now I, I think I just got a hard, I'm like, I just grew a backbone. I'm like, it's fine. Like people are going to think and say what they want at the end of the day. And I'm going to show up as, as I am. There's yeah. nothing that's going to change that. No you, not TV, not cameras. I think that's part of coming from West Virginia too. Like I'm yeah. always going to be that person. Yeah. And people are always going to have feelings, positive, negative, no matter what you do. What I found out early in my life is you figure out who your friends are, who are down to ride with you, the people that love you. And then everybody outside that, I'm not saying be mean to them, but you can't care because they're going to be who they are. So that's very smart of you. Here's the thing. Like you said, there's all kinds of footage. I don't know. You said 12 years of doing this teen mom thing. What's the one thing that the fans um, and their perception, the audience perception of Leah that you look at, and you're like, no, no, that's so wrong. They presented it this way, but it's, it's it wasn't that or I'm not that way. Is there one thing that kind of gets under your skin? I think it's what everyone does about West Virginia in general. And there's been, (laughs) we've had shows that has done the same thing. So it's the stereotype 
around West Virginia. And it kind of any person that's from West Virginia, especially on a TV, a bigger platform, it's yeah. like, oh, they're from West Virginia. You know, like, and I feel like we're stereotyped in a lot of ways. And if there's, I think there's so much beauty in West Virginia that needs to be shown more, seen more. And I continue to highlight that on my social media and the upcoming season. And that's what I'll continue to do because I think it's something that people need to see more of. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I absolutely love it. I love the bounce back. I love the um, optimism. I could see it in your face. You radiating, you know, you're the yeah. smile, the confidence. I was going to ask you, how have you felt that this show that you've grown um, since the beginning of the show? And you kind of touched it on, on it a little bit. Um, but do you, do you see specific ways that you've grown since the beginning of the show? Okay. So I don't think I ever would have traveled outside of West Virginia had it not been for the show. So yeah. that in so many ways, I'm forever grateful for grateful for being able to travel. Like my first time ever being on an airplane, I was going to New York to shoot for the reunion of 16 and pregnant. Yeah. And that alone was like taking a girl from a small town, <laughs> put her in a big old city. And I was like, wow, you know? Um, but just really being able to travel outside of West Virginia and see other places, get to know more people. And it, I think that has been a blessing, honestly, for Absolutely. me and my, my, my family, my kids. They've been able to experience so much more than I could have ever dreamed of at their age. When you're able to broaden your horizon, it's a beautiful thing to be able to put more into your world than just what's right around you. That is, it's, that's amazing. I also do want to get it. What did you say? I said, bring it back, like bring other stuff back here to West Virginia. That's in other places, I think is. No, absolutely. Cool. Um, the one thing I did want to talk about is you are from Elkview. And we know in 2016, there was all kinds of big time floods um, that really took a toll, uh, a huge disaster. How did your community survive that? And uh, what kind of devastation was there? And then how did you guys bounce back and get back on your feet after the floods uh, there in Elkview? It was a hundred year flood that happened in 2016. It was absolutely devastating. Crazy. I mean, you, I mean, there were so many people that lost their lives, but I think the beauty about like of all of it is that we band together and work together throughout that entire time. Um, ever, I mean, the whole entire community was working together to get people in homes and shelters. And now it's re we're still rebuilding from it, but I think that we've definitely came a long way from 2016 until now the high school is finally being built. Um, the elementary school, we're working on it. So I think just the way we came together as a community, I think we do that a lot in towns in West Virginia. I'm sure that your towns like that. Yeah. If something happens, like you guys are coming together, like you got each other. That's, that's one thing about the 304. We definitely stick together. Um, West Virginia definitely sticks together. I, I know when it, back when it happened, I didn't appreciate how, how grand of a scale it was. And then I started hearing about the high school, how it was washed away and the floors and all that kind of stuff was going on. And I was able to like finally get it. So to see the way you've bounced back, um, the, the state of West Virginia, but also Elkview specifically is a wonderful thing, a beautiful thing. Um, there is one thing I wanted to ask you too. Uh uh-uh. uh. What is it? And and I'm not meaning to surprise you, but it just hit me. So you have, you know, teen mom, you how many other girls are on there with you? Uh there's four now. Four. Okay. And, and through the time you've you've been around different girls. Are, are there's any of those girls that you particularly got close to? Uh there's one girl that's left on there from the very beginning, and that's Kaylin Lowry. Okay. That is that's your girl? I don't die. I might not we might not always see eye to eye. Yeah. But I got her back and I got her back. 
I got you. Got you. Well, Miss Leah, we I really appreciate you coming on, giving us a little bit of insight. We know you're involved in all kinds of things. You have uh, a foundation set up. What's going on with those things? Just partnered with a nonprofit. My daughter has muscular dystrophy, a rare form of muscular dystrophy, tighten myopathy. It's a long word. Um, but I just, they're doing further research and I just partnered with them and started fundraising and really came coming a long way as far as research with muscular dystrophy and prognosis and things like that. So that's exciting. And then I have a few other things that I can't mention yet, but I will be launching by October um, with some pretty cool co-hosts. Uh, okay. super excited um, to share all of that. And you can follow me on my social media accounts. It's just Leah Messer to find out more. I'm excited that I've done this with you guys. I Thank you for having me. Hey, look, we're not done yet, but look, everybody pay attention. It's dropping in October. So make sure you're up on hey. your P's and Q's. You got your Twitter uh, uh, alerts on because when it drops, you want to be there and see what is next. We know that you also wrote a book. How was that yeah. inspired? That, I just thought, thought like for so long people saw me on a show. That was, edit- I mean, it is, it's edited cut down and I don't feel like they really got to know me personally. It was yes. just the way that the show had been, you know, from the beginning and the stereotype around West Virginia. So I kind of cut loose and just wrote, took me about a year to write my book and I, it just was very cathartic. It was a cathartic experience and uh, I felt like many other women or children that grew up the same way I did could relate. And I, at the end of the day, that's all I wanted was to make a difference for other people that may have went through the same thing. Yeah. So if you don't have it, if you haven't read it, go cop that book. What's the title of the book again? Hope, Grace, and Faith. Amen. My daughter's middle name. Love it. All right. So you ready, girl? You ready for this rapid fire? Let's go. I'm scared. Look, look, we do this with everybody. Everybody comes <laughs> on the show. Pat White. Pat White did the rapid fire. Alec Benoa. Um, we had, oh, well, we had Joe Manchin on, but I, I don't ask me about Avengers because I'm going to be like, I don't watch Avengers. No, trust now me. Don't ask me about Frozen. I'm going to tell you my favorite. All right, we'll start off right there. We'll start off rapid fire, real answers. Here we go. Elsa or Anna? Oh, Elsa. Okay. Pepsi or Coke? Uh, Coke. You know why that's the right answer? Because nobody ever has asked for a Jack and Pepsi. <laughs> What's what's the best pop tart? Uh, chocolate. Okay, I'll take it. I think it's brown sugar, but we'll let you off with, with chocolate. The mountains or the beach? The beach, and I'm from the mountains. Okay, <laughs> Ooh. mountain mama may have to strike that one. <laughs> <laughs> go without your phone for a day, or go without food for a day. Uh, go without my phone for a day. Okay. Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese Doritos? Uh, nacho Cheese Doritos. I know everyone's going to disagree with that one. I don't. I don't know. You're, you're straight. Both of them are amazing, but Nacho Cheese. All right. Uh, Lion King or Toy Story? Ah, oh, Lion King. That's right. That's right. Would you rather be a tiny elephant or a giant hamster? <laughs> <laughs> A giant hamster. Okay. Best best place to get fast food French fries? McDonald's. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Do, 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 do. (laughs) Teen Mom or Buck Wild? 
Uh, T-Mom. Hands down. That was a stupid question. <laughs> but we got the granddaddy of them all to end it. And I need a real answer from you, Leah. Like, no no faking, no fronting. Real answer. Do you pee in swimming pools? Hell no. Uh, okay. I will. My kids, if they did that. <laughs> <laughs> no. You ever, you ever seen that South Park? Like, athlete's feet or something. Like, ah. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, there's a there's a South Park where Eric Cartman jumps in the water and he's swimming around and all these kindergartners jump in and immediately the pool turns yellow. It's terrible. It's disgusting. But there are people who do do it. I will say you've had the strongest reaction to that to that uh, question. And we just love your honesty. Thank you. Well, we are the Raspy Voice Kids. I am Jeremy J. N. Fiend Phoenix. Leah, I really, really appreciate you make some, making some time to talk 304 with us, to give it and keep it real with us, and hopefully we catch up with you in the future. Of course. Keep it up. All Cheers. Right. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.